This is how we stay connected. It's time for Biscuits and Gravy on KAKU 88.5 FM Kahului Maui, the voice of Maui. The voice of something. And you've got it dialed into the Biscuit Boys on Kaku 88.5. Will you wake up in the morning? I still can't believe we got George Harrison for that. One take Harrison. A living legend. Got biscuits on the table. We told him that it's KAKU and not Kaku, but. He only would do one take. All you need is one take when you're a legend. Which is more than we deserved. (laughs) Was one take. We only do the show in one take. We're just like George Harrison. Shine the light on. We're bigger than Jesus. And only where it counts. (laughs) Older than Jesus. Biscuitiers, you got dialed in to KAKU, KAKU 88.5, the voice of. <laughs> Tony said gravy from the other room. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Tony. Finally, your, we have a voice of gravy. We're your gravy. at work conspiracy station, and we are proud to be serving up all the conspiracy hits. Coming up in the show, we got Chuck Stuff and Knowledge Buffalo. That's where I prove that I'm the smartest buffalo in the room. Kind of upset. There's someone running for mayor called Bison. More on that later wow. on the Maui Minute. In the studio today, we I don't have think their name's Bison. Vince Archangel Fody, and we have a very special guest today. <laughs> That's not Rhonda Lee. Kits That's my confirmation. Comedy. She's here to talk about her own podcast and the trials and tribulations of being amazingly charming and talented. Yeah, it's not easy wearing yeah. headphones and having a microphone all the time. It also, is a burden. Yes. Yeah, it mainly being as talented on your neck. as you are. I don't want to be your beast of burden. Yeah, it's We're- hard when people expect things from you. <laughs> <laughs> Can't relate. That's why we try to keep the bar for this show very low. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> also, when you asked me what I wanted to be called when I came on here since I got married and changed my last name, I didn't know Archangel as a middle name was an option. <laughs> oh, yes. Everyone, everyone that comes in the historic Biscuits and Gravy Amphitheater gets blessed in the sacred gravy, and you can take on a spiritual middle name, like Archangel. <laughs> okay, perfect. Yes. Yeah, yeah I want to be uh, Jungle Bird. If you see Chuck has uh, like gravy all over his face, it's not because he was eating sloppily. It's because we like do yes. a sacrament yeah. there. If yeah. you're young enough, Dominos I actually just dunk breakfast. you into the gravy. Is that- Gravitas. Biscots. Biscots is right, Biscots. baby. Coming up the show, we got spoiler alert. That's where Vince proves that he watches way too much TV and ruins things that I haven't caught up yet. Well, to be fair, most of the stuff that I talk about is stuff that's been out for a while. Right. So. Yeah. Just because I haven't seen The Wire yet doesn't mean you can ruin it for me. <laughs> our friend John hasn't seen Breaking Bad. I was irate. I almost threw him out of our house. I almost did a spit take just now. I haven't seen The Wire. I heard it's terrible. Um, <laughs> good, good for you. <laughs> the Wire nobody, is... Nobody's told me otherwise. Ju- I just want to clarify. The Wire is one of the greatest TV shows of all time. If yeah. you look up any like critical top ten list, it's going to be like... <laughs> one or two on anybody's list like sopranos the wire breaking bad they're all up there i, I can I always being... tell when vince is too drunk at night because if he starts talking about the wire i just walk him to his car <laughs> or the iran contra affair <laughs> yeah. uh yeah i was uh, making a funny because i think you've told me about the wire like 16 times <laughs> yeah i remember one time uh we were at the playground and i was wearing a breaking bad shirt and you told me that you had just started watching breaking bad yes so i, I did. was very excited to yeah. drunkenly talk to you about breaking bad it's <sighs> nice because i feel like there's there was a lot of good movies that or good tv shows that came out at the same period of time roughly and there was a lot to keep up on and i was just like there's certain things that i'm like i'm gonna miss the boat and hop on later yeah and i feel like during like covid and slightly after covid was like a perfect time where i'm like i'm gonna watch a crap load of breaking bad and it was wonderful yeah it was really good yeah, also felt- it's good to watch the wire now because like pay phones are a, are a part of the storyline um <laughs> And payphones aren't really a thing anymore. Yeah, sometimes yeah. Seinfeld's less relatable. Yeah, yeah, because most of the problems in Seinfeld could be solved if everybody had cell phones. Yeah, and they had a. I watched an episode recently where Elaine was. Uh, she was dating a guy, and he took a message for her, like 
Somebody and he called was putting and too she, many she wrote it down. He, she didn't do enough. Oh, enough he, exclamation he, points. He wrote down that <laughs> your friend had a baby. And she's like, why didn't you put an exclamation point next to this? <laughs> you know, Jessica had a baby and she's freaking out. And I'm like, man, this would never happen anymore. Oh. Who's taking a message for somebody else? And also, then like her editor at work, she got in trouble for putting in too many exclamation points. She's yes. he's like, yeah. what's with all the exclamation points? Yeah. Also, can I just say, Chuck, I really like how your your thermos matches your shirt today. I thought yes. the same thing. You look so coordinated. I am trying to be a good I was, husband. I was like, I'm not on Chuck's level today. Wait, how does that equate to being a good husband? You gotta start wearing matching clothes. It's a tie of Bahamas shirt, golf shorts. Do you count the cup his clothes i mean but was that yes. part of your vows was like i yes. promise to coordinate my yes. thermoses with my thermi my wife is tired of what's me the, wearing what's the plural of thermos is it thermi Thermosis. 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 I think Chuck's got a case of thermosis. Yeah, reverse thermosis. Deep vein thermosis. She's upset that I wear stuff with snot stains on it and that I have ripped t-shirts with gravy stains. (laughs) That's why you just blow your nose in your hands. You're like, it's on brand for me, honey. Yeah, that is. (laughs) She knew what she was getting into when she married. That's what I tell her. I tell her, I don't need to look good. I'm already got it locked down. You're like, the gravy came first. (laughs) All right. Let's talk. Let's uh, let's Let's do some housekeeping. Let's do some biscuit and or gravy related entertainment. Let's. uh, All right. Chuck's blowing the train whistle. The so, first stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is. No, we still have to do the intro. So uh, I'm Vince Archangel Foden. Introduction <laughs> station. This is the 299th episode of the biscuits wow. and gravy show. And we still don't have our together. So that would make you guys like 55 years old. Yes. In, in dog years. In biscuit, in radio years. biscuit years. Yeah. I'm not sure what the biscuit conversion is there. <laughs> but so that means next week is going to be our 300th episode spectacular. Wow. So we're, we're very excited about that. We'll probably do something fun where we'll like read all of the celebrity sponsors, which is always fun. Celebrity all sponsors. All of like, our celebrity sponsors. Like Benedict Cumberbatch's Cummerbunds. Hey. Let Benedict go to waste. <laughs> all of our sponsors like Brad Pitt's Peaches. There's a little bit inside every peach here you go you can read that one let's see maggie gyllenhaal's bras don't be a saggy gyllenhaal she was voted best supporting actress (laughs) so was her bra uh, and so, so next week, don't forget to tune in for the 300th episode. Also, we should mention that Chuck, you and I, and our friend Rhonda Lee Kitts, we are all Maui comedians. Yeah! Yay! The best kind! Yeah. And so you can check us out at Power Up Comedy. Don't forget to fo- follow Power Up Comedy online. You can listen to all the past episodes of the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Uh, just look us up on Spotify, Stitcher, Amazon, Music, Apple, Podcasts, or a website I totally own called BiscuitWars.com 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 You you only have to catch up on 298 episodes in the next seven days. And spell biscuits correctly. (laughs) I think you'll still be able to follow along with the next episode even if you haven't heard all the previous episodes. Uh, Start start at porn for koalas. It's not like The Wire. It's not like a serial drama that we're doing. It's (laughs) more of an episodic. Can you just spoil the last 298 episodes for everybody? Uh, Aliens exist. Aliens exist. Lizard people control the world. Naturally. We can't talk about Hillary Clinton on the radio without us getting kicked off the radio. Oh. On, which, um, <laughs> we were joking about that two weeks ago, and we got kicked off the radio. Uh, um, and, yeah, and Chuck is the prognosticator of prognosticators. I predicted a lot of wild things. I so, predicted that a fox demon would bite a politician, and then once the bubble rock exploded, a fox in D.C., bit a Democrat. There was a rabid fox that was loose in a D.C. Oh, really? And bit, a, and bit a Democrat. I predicted that Russians would use dolphins to fight in the war before the war even started. Did that happen? And Russians are using trained dolphins in the Black Sea. So I don't know if wow. you've ever seen Minority Report yes, where the, the precogs, they lay in that tub and they just kind of predict the future. Is that what you thought Chuck, of? Chuck lays in a tub full of gravy. <laughs> and he just predicts the future. We hook electrodes up to him. That's funny because when Chuck was talking about predicting the future, I was picturing something different. Where it's like when you like statistically give like a monkey a bunch of magnets with words on them, and they eventually they're going to put something together that tells the future. You're saying in um, 298 episodes, if I exclaim 50 things an episode, yeah. and 10 of them turn out correct, it's Even just a numbers a, game. A it's a numbers game. Right twice I don't believe you, Rhonda. Yeah. I don't believe it. Statistics 
Realistically, the a, amount that you bring up war dolphins is high. <laughs> Chuck has a Ouija board, and he has a big biscuit with a bite taken out of it, and he just uses the biscuit to move it around the Ouija board. Sometimes it can be hard because it gets caught on all the gravy. And That's the where the gravy, of sausage. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, you can listen to all the past episodes wherever you get your podcast. Uh, biscuits and Just look up Biscuits and Gravy 808 or go to BiscuitWars.com. Uh, also, we do perform at open mics, at various open mics wherever they may be that week. Currently, it's hard to plug it because they keep moving it around. Uh, so it's sort of a moving target. But <laughs> yeah. there is currently an open mic over at Gilligan's. Looks like this one might be there to stay for a little while. Ooh. It's at Gilligan's, which used to be Kono's on the green, and then it was Sunsets. That's every Tuesday from 8 to 10 o'clock. I went to a comedy show there last Saturday. Oh, yeah. They're also doing comedy shows there. Uh, we're doing comedy shows still over at the playground. Jeff Die. The mm-hmm. Jeff Die, the yeah. Jeff Die from you've, Comedy Central presents. You've seen this him on is Comedy Central presents, and yeah. this is not happening. All kinds of stuff. Uh, Chino, friend of the show, Chino LaForge, and friend of the show, Willie Simon of Call to Action with Willie Simon. Oh, and the comedian Willie Simon from L.A. from the segment Did Willie Simon Get Laid Last Night? Did Willie Simon Get Laid Last Night? One of our favorites of the show. The here. answer. Is no. Willie Simon will be back in town, and he will also be opening up for Jeff Die. And then, of course, we're not running this show, but Jim Jeffries is coming to the Mac August 5th. Yes, we, Vince and I are taking a step back from our big, big productions to focus on the biscuit and yeah. are not going to be producing the Jim Jeffries show this wow, year. Wow, that's such yeah, a we're just, bold uh, career choice. We're just so busy. We've been so busy right now that we don't have time to produce the Jim Jeffries I still Jeffrey have another shows. month and a half of free Apple to watch. Apple TV? Yeah. Oh. There's not a whole lot of content on there, but Severed is really cool. But Severed, Severance... Severance. Severance is really good. Severed sounds like a horror movie where people get their limbs lopped off. Uh, so Severance was really good. Also, Ted Lasso. I was going to say really the, the one with the the football football. Jason coach. Sudeikis. Yep. Uh, if Jason Sudeikis is so charming in that show, it's hard not to watch it and love it. So if uh, if you're a, if you have a heart, <laughs> yeah, watch Ted Lasso but on Apple TV. It's also not just fluff too. Like I feel like there's a good amount of like. You could invest it in the plot line. Yeah, no, definitely. And then also, there's a was there a movie or a show on Apple TV that's like Paul Rudd is a psychiatrist and Will Ferrell's in it? I think. Yeah. Oh man, They're like psychiatrists on Apple TV. Is that a movie or a show? It's, it's a mini series, huh. and it's about a murder. Oh, oh, also, I have a my friend told me that there's a she show no on Apple Dan. TV called uh, The Morning Show. And it's sort of like it's sort of like a show that talks about like behind the scenes of this morning show. Is type Jennifer show. Aniston in it? It does have Jennifer Aniston oh. in it. He said it's really good. Now, my friend is also a longtime fan of Jennifer Aniston, so I don't know if Jennifer Aniston slides the scale is yeah is kind of putting her thumb on the scale for how much he likes the show. But I've heard it's pretty good. I Hot think it's take. got like an eight point five on IMDb. So. Rhonda, yeah. Have you seen any Jennifer Aniston movies? Absolutely. Okay. What's what your le- one What's your that- least favorite? Along came Polly with the ferret. Oh, and- is she I in that? I like that one. Yeah. That's I- the one where uh, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman's in it. Yeah, and he right? sharts. He sharts. And, and he, he sweats. He plays a sweaty basketball game. Yeah. Um, I, one of the Williams sisters was quoted uh, after, a friend of mine was just telling me about this, after Philip Seymour Hoffman died, she was quoted like, in an interview saying it was so sad and she's like yeah it was so sad that philip seaman hoffmore died <laughs> and uh are we allowed to talk about him yeah totally are we What's, allowed to curse is curse is you can't say the f word you, you can't say you can't say curse you can't say curse words okay. yes and, or do calls and to action we tried for a month <laughs> literally cursing the taliban and they didn't like that at all mm, that's like a double whammy i was hexing the taliban we were trying yeah. to bewitch the taliban yes i really uh, like jennifer aniston and horrible bosses i really like philip seymour hoffman you know what's the the Hot sad take. thing about him is that he died on groundhog's day which means you know you're cursed five forever. more weeks of winter oh <laughs> <laughs> he's and so he's good just, he's that's, amazing when you die on heroin i hope so what's the oh, one where maybe. he's a priest Oh right, that, and uh, keeping the faith. Susan, Sur- no, no, shut no, up. No, it's Meryl Streep. <laughs> and Meryl Streep yeah. has to get oh. him to admit to touching all the boys. Yeah, but yeah. she's she's a woman who doesn't touch children. But that means that she's ranked below a man. You who know, does that touch does children? Yeah, Catholic Church one hundred and one. Everybody, yep. That's a fantastic movie. Yeah. yeah. What is the name of that movie? 
It's, it's called like Losing Faith oh, or something. Oh, Doubt. Doubt. Yes. Yeah. Man, that's a great movie. That's a really good movie. That's not Susan Sarandon, right? It's Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep. They She's do, so fantastic. They do uh, an actment of it on Barry. Oh. They do a scene from it. Oh, are we getting oh, a phone what? call? You have a phone call? You have phone technology in here? You know, it's funny because I was throwing Rhonda shade for not answering her phone. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't... Like, answer like, your phone, oh. lady. Hello. Caller number five, you're live on the biscuit drop. Hi, uh, this is Corky. Corky! Hi, Corky! Where in the world is Corky? I hear you're back from Ukraine. I am, and I'm calling in to curse the Taliban. Oh. Finally! Yeah, All right. That yeah. has to be your own call to action. We aren't going to call anything to action here for legal reasons. <laughs> the Taliban sucks, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, hot take on the Taliban from Corky Gardner. <laughs> yeah. All right, so do you have some sort of incantations or maybe like a crystal that you're using, Corky? How are you going? Just let them see, man. Let them see. There's like 100 people that killed walking into traffic because of these damn scars on their eyes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I think Corky was using the word damned like they're being cursed. Then banged. Yes. Thank you, Corky. So, Corky, is your problem with them or is your problem with traffic? I don't like traffic. Traffic is too heavy. Yeah. And, uh, it's very dangerous. Those cars are dangerous. Traffic is and, the only uh, thing standing in between you and where you want to be. That's exactly Gandhi right. Gandhi said that. Yes. <laughs> yes. One, of, one of the better Gandhi quotes. <laughs> yeah. That's everyone's yearbook quote. That was Gandhi. A, the Gandhi ad that I saw for Waze. Yeah. yeah. That's good. And Jennifer Aniston is okay in my book. You, you're not talking about her badly, are you? No. no we love Jennifer Aniston She's here. awesome. We're I was going to throw some shade, actually. Yeah, we were ta- even talking good about Philip Seymour Hoffman as a Priest. pedophile. Yes. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, whoa, whoa, Very convincing. We're all friends here on the Biscuits and Gravy Show. Yeah. Uh, Corky, are you I'm calling the- us from a walkie-talkie from the 90s? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And, uh, Corky's in an elevator right now. Thank you, Corky. I'm, a, I'm running. I'm running Congratulations, Rhonda. I'll, I'll see you on the news. Thank right. you. <laughs> okay. Uh, was that a threat? <laughs> um, guys, this is actually how I want to announce my pregnancy. Okay. okay. All right. Show. Yeah. She'll um, see you on the news. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why she said congratulations. I don't know what I did. Well, congratulations on being Maui's, uh, one of Maui's top female comedians thank that, you very rarely do we get to talk to our two favorite maui female comedians on the same show yeah and it's rare you but get a pluralize female comedians female oh i'm sorry comedian. i meant comedians no <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about the term comedian oh um i feel like men use it a lot more than women do yeah it seems it seems <laughs> like it's somewhat derogatory because it it seems like it's putting it making a distinction between male and female comedians yeah i would be like for everybody that's wondering what to call me just come see a comedy show first call her ronda lee kitts yeah then you won't care just don't call me late for dinner. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, and so Rhonda Lee Kitts, three names. You know what that means? You're going to assassinate somebody. That's why she was going to see you on the news. Hey, oh, oh yeah. yeah. Congratulations, Rhonda. Only assassins have do, yeah. do use the full three names. I'm not saying that when I change my name that I'm making it a three three name situation so that I because I'm going to assassinate somebody. But I just like to keep my options open. Why isn't Hawaii considered the South? We're so South. Well, also, keep, don't say that on the radio. Just to keep it a surprise. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a biscuits and gravy show. As long keep as them on their toes. You can talk about assassinating Bezos. Just don't say that you know Hillary Clinton's a devil. Just don't say. Fine. Just don't mention where he lives. Just in, don't use the expression. He's going to lose his head over this. <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Benedict Cumberbatch's Pack Mules. Get unencumbered. Today's show is brought to us in part by Benedict Cumberbatch's Dictionaries. Hey, Rhonda Lee Kitts, have no worries with Benedictionaries. <laughs> Perfect. Um, today's show is also brought to us on a more serious note by Matt Damon's Exorcisms. Need to get out the demons? Get, get out, out the demons! demons! All right. <laughs> and listeners like you. And you got to dial in with the Biscuit Boys and Gravy Gal right here on KAKU. KAKU 88.5, the voice of, of Gravy. We're your at-home conspiracy station. Coming up on the show, we got Gluttony Club. Ooh, we got spoiler Ooh. alert. And we're going to say outrageous things on the radio until we get kicked off. Right Perfect. Now, 
I, I'm sure everybody who's listening knows that there's been a lot of stuff going on in the news recently, and that's why I'm actually very glad that we happen to have a woman on the show with us today to talk to talk about some things. So, Rhonda, yeah. let me ask you straight up: yeah. as a woman, yes. how do you feel about Taco Bell bringing back the Mexican pizza? Honestly, as you know, there was a document released by the Supreme Court recently. It was leaked. It was leaked by the Supreme by the Supreme Court and Doja Cat. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and honestly, the Mexican pizza is coming back in almost all the markets. Taco Bell leaks is usually means a different thing. <laughs> hey, that's but, uh, a good comedian right there. I'm for it. I don't care how many of my family members will disown me for saying it. I I support I support the. A woman's right to choose Mexican pizza off the Taco Bell menu? Yeah. A, uh, a person's right to choose um, what type of pizza they want. Good pizza I, or Taco Bell pizza? I support yeah. that Taco Bell pizza even identifies itself as a pizza. Yeah. You know? I, Being a pizza well, is Well, it's a Mexican really pizza. There's a difference. Deeply personal thing. And everyone enjoys pizza differently. And if Taco Bell wants to identify as a pizza, then it's none of my business. Uh, uh, a Mexican pizza is a t- is technically a, a pizza, I guess, right? Yeah, I'm just saying it's none of my business. Do like, you think they flip the tortilla in the air? <laughs> they, toss, they toss it up. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> it's funny because like people like Taco Bell got rid of. They were trying to be a little bit proactive, and the packaging for the Mexican pizza was extremely wasteful, and it was like raising Taco Bell's carbon footprint enormously because of the packaging for the Mexican pizza. And then they got rid of it, and people were like, well, we're all for going green and being good for you know the environment, but not if it means not having Mexican pizza. When Sun Chips went to more environmentally friendly bags, but you couldn't eat them in the classroom as well? It was well. too loud. Yeah. yeah, People complained, not just kids, but everybody was like, these bags are too loud. Speaking up frequencies on old people's hearing aids, just like <laughs> whistling in their Oh ear. my god, Sun Chips! <laughs> Inversely, a court in New York City recently ruled that hybrids are too quiet, so they're going to have to start issuing noise makers on electric vehicles. If you can't afford that, can you just hold one of those clackers out your window? Just an empty bottle and it's like whistling. Or yeah, you just, just hold like a, a flute out the window and so as you're dri- the faster you're driving, the louder it gets by <laughs> yeah, the wind blowing cans the in the air. back. You're he's, perpetually just getting married yeah, he's to like, the environment. Wow. All I've got is this kazoo and man, I show up places out of breath. The, uh, the, the clacker industry is very excited because they have had a severe drop off since the late 90s yep. in clacker production. And I think you may have just figured out a way to revive that entire industry. Yeah, I think pick. you may be saying that big government is in the pocket of big clacker. Of big clacker, yeah. probably. <laughs> Elon Musk. I bet, he, I bet he recently bought clacker as well. Now, I, now we're talking about talking oh, like, about... Clacker sounds like an app. Big clacker. That, that just makes a clacking sound. Big it's, clacker is what they called me in high school. C-L-A-C-K-R. Hey, hey. I love it when they call me big clacker. <laughs> well, your mom must have been real rough on you. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't they do Clack breakfast back. all day at Taco Bell? Jack in the Box does breakfast all day. Yeah. Taco Bell doesn't need it. They're like, we got enough business going on. Have you ever on. had Taco Bell breakfast? No. Well, let them it's work. Let them work their way up to it. it because I mean, th- it wasn't very long ago that Taco Bell didn't have breakfast at all. Hmm. So let them kind of hmm. let them warm up to Vince. it, Chuck. Hey, hmm. everyone, give Taco Bell a second, okay? Let yeah. them get caught up, guys. Come on, to the it's rest Taco of Bell. the fast food breakfast world, okay? <laughs> Rhonda, in your opinion, what is a more stoner fast food restaurant, Jack in the Box or Taco Bell? Taco Bell. So they Jack, have a munchy menu. Jack in the Box has a munchy menu, but I think Taco Bell. Well, see, this is Taco- tough for me because I used to live in a media area where we didn't have Jack in the Box, so I was used to always seeing like the stoner-oriented commercials being specifically Taco Bell. But maybe all that time, Jack in the Box was also doing their due diligence advertising to the stoner community, and I just wasn't aware of it because mm-hmm. I lived in a in a region without. Jack in the Box. My line of reasoning for this is that Jack in the Box, tasty food. Yes, stoner food. Munchy M- meal. Yeah, munchy. Call it the munchy meal. Munchy meals, munchy menu. Taco Bell has the crap that you'd be like, 
this is the stuff I wanted to just throw together in my kitchen and I didn't have the ingredients. I want a Mexican pizza. I don't know what that means in my heart. But I don't care you, about the environment. You just drive through the drive through the drive through. <laughs> like most hippies. Yeah, yeah, Mexican pizza does sound like a stoner idea. Exactly. Like, what if like there was like a Mexican pizza? What if you had cinnamon roll, but like the frosting was on the inside? <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys are onto something. Yeah. Yeah. What if? Well, actually, well, Jack in the Box does have the the loaded nachos, but the nachos are the mini tacos. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's pretty. I mean. That's a pretty stoner thing. I think they they actually won up Taco Jack Bell. Jack in the Box had a bacon flavored milkshake. Nobody that's true. That. Yeah, that was the the lady at Jack in the Box tried to convince me not to buy that. <laughs> I was like, "Can I have the the bacon milkshake?" She's like, "You know, it tastes like bacon, right?" I was like, yeah. I was like, can I can I have one? She's like, no. No. <laughs> she's your guardian angel. Yeah. And so I was like, she's like, it's not good. I was like, I don't, I don't expect it to be good. She's like, have I just you tried vanilla? I take a picture of it and put it on Instagram <laughs> and then throw it in the trash, which is what I did. It had a cherry on top. Like, that's going to make it better. <laughs> <laughs> and as if that goes with it, too. They're just doing that because they put a cherry on top of everyone. And they're like, <laughs> it was force of habit. It fits through the cherry hole on the lid. So and you should put bacon on top. The cherry hole, huh? Cherry <laughs> hole. <laughs> Hold on. Can we say cherry hole on the radio? Now, I will it's give you another one. To a so lid. Taco Bell was first to have, like, the they called it third meal or fourth meal? Fourth, fourth meal. So third I, meal is that's, just dinner. That's targeting. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, third meal, I do eat my third meal at, like, one o'clock in the morning. But that's only because, you know, I'm a waiter. I get <laughs> out really late. You haven't learned to count yet. You're yeah. like, I got up to, it just stops at three. two. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think fourth meal was all, like almost specifically designed to cater to drunk people and high people. Now, here's a good one. So at the end of every Taco Bell commercial, it makes the bell sound. It's like, yeah. bong. Now, if you've ever watched that commercial, this is true. If you watch it with the closed captioning on your TV, at the bottom, it says bong, bong sound. Oh, so uh, so so they're not just catering to the stoner community; they're also catering to the deaf, deaf stoner yes. community, <laughs> <laughs> which I think is you know nobody's left out. Yeah, wow. deaf stoners. Taco Bell had the deaf. whole ad campaign where you could eat it with one hand and have your other hand free for other things. That's such a lie. Yeah, first of all, it is, <laughs> so, is so messy. False. I, I saw one of those things online where it's invention, like a guy makes up inventions that no one would ever use. And I disagree. The burrito with this bumper? One. Yeah. Where you, and I love doing that at home when I'm eating all my burritos and tacos. Like I put funnel. an extra tortilla because I know it's going to fall out. Yeah. I just bring also like a fork or a spoon and I'm like, I'm just going to do clean. Or, uh, oh, is a spork the stoniest thing someone's ever done? Taco Bell was all about the spork. They couldn't trust you with forks and spoons. They had to have just sporks. And it can't be sharp enough to actually do anything. No, right. <laughs> it's just got the tiny little prongs. Well, Wendy's had sporks for a long time because Wendy's was always doing chili and stuff like that as well. Ooh. Oh, yeah. So Wendy's was one of the first fast food places to offer a spork. And Wendy's is known for putting their french fries, which are garbage, inside the Frosties, which are delicious. Um, oh, maybe yeah. this is like a regional thing, but did you guys ever play that's the sp- the sport game in school where you take a spork and you bend the end of it and then you use it and you try to break the other person's spork. No, we did play this game with pens where you just gave each other welts by doing it with mm-hmm. a pen. Yeah. What kind of like, like going like that. Yeah. And this doesn't I've, work for radio, but if you're watching on Facebook live, it was yeah. like that. Bong. I used to just play this game where like people would shoot spitballs at me and it was just like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was a game. I was, <laughs> <laughs> it was, everybody was laughing. It was fun. Wait, weren't you homeschooled? Who was exactly. doing it? Your mom? My brothers. <laughs> yeah. I was Alrighty. just talking about this, how straws are sold in paper sheaths, so it's like selling the gun and the ammunition at the Together. same time. Oh, oh yeah. Man. Well, I think Walmart stopped doing that after the Michael Moore documentary. <laughs> Next stop on the biscuits and gravy train today is... <laughs> Today's show is brought to us by Lincoln's Links. Abe Lincoln loved sausage, and you will too. Get thinking, get Lincoln. Also brought to us by Mark Ruffalo's Buffalo Wings. <laughs> the best way to cure a Hulk-sized appetite. And today's show is under in a part by Gary Oldman Senior Center. If your years are golden, spend them with Oldman. 
And of course, today's show wouldn't be possible without support from Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. Nobody knows more about getting pounded by rays than Kim Kardashian. It's funny. It's pretty good. One. <laughs> I, I like it. Thanks, Rhonda. <laughs> we had a gal from a nonprofit on last week who nearly <laughs> lost her pants on that that advert right there. In a good way. Luckily to have. Yeah, she I tried mean, to read that one there. Tim Allen's wrenches. <laughs> Great for turning state's evidence. There you go. Hey. All right, we got through it. Let's do a segment and then take a break and come back. What time is it? Oh, we're all already yeah, let's do a hot, the show. Let's do a hot segment, Vincent Fodi. All right, so uh, we can do a quick little morning wood. What do you think? I, are you going to talk about an old Polish actor that died? No. Did a did a, sorry Greek? Oh, did a Greek porn star die? Oh yeah. What was I'm his trying or her to go name? through the list of Greek porn stars I know, and I think they're all alive. John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> More like John Staminos. Kostas Gusago. I'm so terrible at Greek. The master of Greek porn dies at 92. He died the 6th of May. <laughs> he was the master of Greek porn? He was the master wow. of Greek porn. Died at ni- 92 years old. Kind of gross, to be honest with you. Do you think he was an ass man or a tzatziki man? Oh, <laughs> I like it! <laughs> I don't know, but there's a lot of dill. <laughs> He's got big ears. Okay. <laughs> I think a lot of Greeks have big ears, don't they? Mm-hmm. But or they don't that, listen. Is that, like, <laughs> that going to get us canceled? Yeah. <laughs> you know how all those Greeks are with their big ears. Yeah. He has appeared in such films as The Peeping Tom, the award-winning Nicholas Trifanadillis film Radio Moscow, The Overcoat. Radio Not- Moscow yeah, was a on. porn film? What? These don't sound like porn movies. He I think because in- he's so old. It's like he back was- in the day when they're like... A subtle suggestion. When porns had to have plots he did, to them. <laughs> he did porn in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. And then was so famous that he did cameos in the 90s and in 2000s. Oh, so he was one of the the, the few that were able to take that porn fame and yep. kind of transfer it into being a regular actor, actress. Like Kim Kardashian. Yes, totally. <laughs> of Kim Kardashian's sunscreen. And the then, man who deservedly won the throne of the most erotic Greek actor. He's considered a legend of surrealist <laughs> sexual comedy and then was in a comedy show in his late 80s. All right, so what? Let me play taps for him. What was his name? Oh, I'm going to butcher it. So I prepared so try. much for this. All right, go for it. Kostas Guskunis. Yeah, the, he, uh, he was also what. That's what the movie The Goonies was based on. Yeah, <laughs> the Goose Goonies never say die. So you know what they say: you can't have porn without grease. And so we're gonna miss you, Greek porn master. Uh, also, <laughs> also, uh, there's another porn-related news uh, on KKU eight point five. A porn star, Lisa Ann, who is very famous for playing Mom Sarah Palin. Yes, she oh. recently went on Twitter and demanded that Elon Musk, when he takes over Twitter, that he ban being able to share uh, pornographic material mm. on Twitter. I didn't realize that Why? nipples were so popular on Twitter. So I don't think you can post porn, but you can post like links to porn. So you can distribute pornography on mm. Twitter. You have to save it for, it's not only fans. What is it? The Oh, <laughs> Titter. Titter. Yes, <laughs> of course. And uh, so... <laughs> And so she demanded that Elon Musk do that. Mm. So I'm sure he's going to listen to that. Yes, totally. And the, and I that mean, that'll make a big dent her. because you know if you can't share porn links on Twitter, then Where no, nobody will ever be able to get porn again. Yeah, so and no one will ever go to her. Twitter. You'd have to go to Dixter or wherever else we go. Also, <laughs> speaking of OnlyFans, there's a 29 year old progressive named Alexandra Hunt. She's from Philadelphia and she's running for Congress. And so and her last name is Hunt. Yeah. Well, anyway, she is she is starting an OnlyFans as she's running for Congress. So they haven't said if she's going to show like nudes on there or if she's just going to like use OnlyFans to help you know get donations online. It'd be I- funny if she used it to like leak political secrets. <laughs> yeah, maybe the Supreme Court should do that as well. Yeah. Mm. Um, which would be cool. But I think this is <laughs> maybe not as cool as you think. This is. Uh, I think it's a really great analogy for government because aren't all congressmen really just prostitutes in one way or another? To quote the great Ronald Reagan, 
where are my pants? <laughs> where are my jelly beans? <laughs> well, <laughs> I did not log on to that woman's OnlyFans. <laughs> I did not inhale. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, think about Ted Cruz. That guy will literally say or do anything for money, for money, and and power. And isn't isn't aren't they the real prostitutes, guys? Mm-hmm. Think about it. They're selling do we bodies. really need to be demonizing sex workers who are actually out there trying to do some good for us? I'll do you one more. When there's Maybe people out there like Ted Cruz who are ruining this country. people off the, the currency. We should be taking these politicians off the currency and putting people on like, like porn stars. Like Lisa Ann. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> or Sherry DeVille. Sherry DeVille. Talk that would be great. Centerfold. <laughs> Hey! Now you get to read. Now you get to <laughs> no. read this. Richard Gears. Richard Gears. Gears. Yes. <laughs> Do you have a primal fear of gears that don't work? <laughs> Suitable for an officer and a gentleman. Made in Chicago. Yes, Richard Gears. Gears. Well, you don't watch porn? No. You ever give it a shot? Nope, none into it. Do you, do you look at... Like, do you have an OnlyFans? Um, I, I get off on praying to Jesus Christ. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you know who's a big fan of that? Erotic novels? Vince Archangel do you, Fody. Do you like erotic <laughs> novels? No. Never like short stories? I read Twilight as a child, but that was... You that didn't. counts. Did that make you feel good? No. Okay. What's this line of questioning, Chuck? I don't know. I'd ask them if they watch I mean, more. isn't Twilight, like, technically, like... So it's uh, statutory. The Yoda question again. Oh, yeah, it is statutory. If Yoda is 50 years old, but he's still a baby, is it wrong to have Yoda porn? If you were to turn into a vampire and you Not were 16, Yoda, baby Yoda. And you were baby 16 Yoda, and a half, but you're really 100 Grogu. years old yeah. now, can a 16 and a half year old bang anybody they want if they're really 116 and a half? Yeah. And that's the thing. With... Uh, in Twilight, he's like whatever, 150 years old. Yeah, so he's grooming that weird looking but chick who he doesn't f- emote. He was born What's in a different name? era. Bella Swan. Bella Swan. <laughs> no, the, the actress. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Is Chris- her name Bella? Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart, yes. <laughs> Let's throw some shade on Kristen Stewart for no reason. <laughs> All right, so we're asking the real questions here, Ronda. As, as a woman, as a vampire. Mm-hmm. If I'm a 200-year-old vampire, how, how does that work as far as being emotionally wanting to bang somebody? I think you would probably yeah. get laid as much as you already I mean, do. Look, look at Alexander Skarsgård. <laughs> In true blood, Alexander Skarsgård was like 300 years old. Yeah? Yeah. And he was banging 19-year-olds? Anna Paquin. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I but, think vampires, there's a, it breaks a rule kind right. of thing. Or so like what in, do you feel about Baby Yoda? Baby Yoda is of consenting age. He's 50 years old. But that's the thing. It's like 50 years, 50 human years is different than 50 Yoda years. DJ Tony Tutobu. Get in on this. Grogu. Yeah. His name is Grogu. We know his name is Grogu, Tony. Yeah. This is what we do. And he's not actually the baby right. version so of Yoda. We're asking, another one is of it appropriate to watch a video of Grogu's Grogu? Think about that one. That's gross. I don't want to see what's under gross? underneath gross the. <laughs> Tony's shaking his head. No, <laughs> dude, <laughs> those Jedi powers would be so good during sex. Oh, because he, he could, could like, use the force he could to like lift you up and spin you around I like know. a record baby, it, right round, right round. He could put a force pinky in your butt. Yeah, dude, a force <laughs> pinky in the butt. Come on! It feels so good. He doesn't know his own power. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> But uh, I feel like he... Corky, if you're listening, we're sorry. Yeah, she's uh, she's going to hate this. Corky is blowing up my phone right now. Can you imagine yeah, she's texted me a the kind of times kegels too. you could do if you had force power? Yeah, of course. Oh, man. Maybe that's how you train the force. That's the, that's what they didn't show you. <laughs> Is them edging? Yeah. It might be like a praying mantis type deal, though, because have you seen in Mandalorian how many heads he rips off of all of the Ooh. the frogs? It oh, could be, yeah. you know, he, yeah. every time he has sex, he rips off the head of his partner. Mm. 
Mm. Every he's portrayed very lovable in Mandalorian, but he could be a vicious sex monster for yeah. all we know. Maybe everything that's green does that because we know praying mantises do that. And Hillary Clinton, Corky Gardner taught me that. All right, guys, we have to take a contractually obligated break. All right, we have to take a real break. Yes, we do. And then when come we come back, show. we got Gluttony Club, spoiler alert, and Chuck stuffed the knowledge buffalo. Yeah. Aloha, I'm Gina Archangel Miller. Today on the Maui Daily, we'll tour the Hawaii Wildlife Discovery Center at the Wheeler's Village. Our locally made series brings us to a Maui sticker company, and we'll go out on the farm with Uncle George Kahomoku Jr. That was Gina Archangel Miller, and this is Vince Archangel Fody. Yes. And Chuck Biscuits Thompson in the studio today. We have comedian extraordinaire, podcaster, and Taco Bell aficionado, and Mexican pizza right activist. Yes. (laughs) Rhonda Lee Kitts. The far. Pizza, right. Rana, what's your podcast? I noticed you didn't list friend in the the list of titles. Well, that's just Charles. <laughs> that goes uh, without saying. So I'm a Rhonda. part of two podcasts. One I've been a part of for two years. It's uh, improvised sketch comedy bits. It's called Instant Microwave Fuzz. Instant Microwave Fuzz! And yep, you can follow us on Instagram, IMF Maui, and we're all on all listening platforms at Instant Microwave Fuzz, and we're Instant recorded in fuzz. we're recorded in the Fuzz Box on the West Side. <laughs> oh, okay, in a microwave. <laughs> I'm familiar with that place, the Fuzz Box. I've played there a couple times. It's a really fun, uh, like, studio where if you're doing music recording or video recording, broadcasting, anything, yep. or even if you just want to, if you have a band and you need a practice spot, yep. Fuzz Box is a really great spot. They also have like a whole separate section. They kind of created a space for creators and creatives where you can do like dance they have like dance classes on one side they do big shows yeah. over on like one half and then they Ooh. have a bunch of recording studios they have a bathroom it's like the west oh they have a bathroom yeah. wow Hold uh, so up. if you're looking for a place is done a bathroom it's basically like the west side version of backlit buddha studios because we know here in central maui they have backlit buddha studios which is a very similar type spot yeah like it, people can rent it out to record they actually do a lot of stuff too with like not i don't know celebrities but like people that need to record commercial bits and things like that they set up a whole green screen you're a celebrity thanks i think you can count yourself among my mom those. says that too <laughs> Celebrities like You're Alex Skarsgård, anti-scar cream. Guard against guards. Scars, guards, guards, guard. And also celebrities like Winona Ryder of Winona Ryder's Horses. When you're looking for something to mount, think about Winona Ryder. I would do stranger things it. to her. We're also know. brought to you by Bruce Springsteen's String Beans. Grown in the USA. You give me the tongue twisters. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, I have a second podcast. Oh, is it the Biscuits and Gravy Show? It's not. It's uh, called Happy Hour Lab, and that I'm I'm just myself and my friend Alexis Vitali. Every week we make a new cocktail and we dive into the history of it. There's a lot of weird origin stories for a lot of cocktails. Weird orgy stories. Yep, and uh, we yeah learn about the cocktail, talk about the history, and then it's a lot of fun sidebars. We also are incorporating a new segment of the podcast called the Twilight Calzone. Okay, so that's like yes! a like a side podcast within the podcast. It's just a side. It's a segment of the podcast. A side segment. Twilight yeah. Calzone. The Twilight you know, Calzone. You know that we love our segments what here a, on the Biscuits What is a favorite show. drink you've had recently, and some erotic story behind it? Uh, the Brandy Alexander, and it's actually was created for a fictional character called Phoebe Snow, who is essentially like an Orville Redenbacher of the locomotive system. <laughs> Like okay. a fictional character who was white and always wore white and never got dirty riding on the train. They were trying to advertise an alternate uh, clean-burning fuel. Wow. It's funny. On on, the podcast. They were trying to do clean coal 100 years ago. It's, it's called anthracite. And it's like they burned it. And she's like, I always stay white. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's uh, the type of brandy? The Brandy Alexander was a cocktail made for a party featuring her. And so they wanted a white cocktail. And they're well, like, is it, cognac is it, and... Is it cognac and milk or something? Yeah. And um, also creme de cacao. Wow. And so wow. That actually sounds pretty good. It is. They were like, cre- uh, cognac and cream alone is gross. So we need something else in here. Mm. And uh, it's really good, actually. And that's the episode is releasing I feel like tomorrow. I've had one of those recently. Thursday. Um, and that'll be the Brandy Alexander. Oh, so episode. you've got that one in the can already. I got it in the can. I spent a lot of time editing it and yesterday. Chuck, Chuck loves it in the can. <laughs> yeah. So dump it in Chuck's can. So instant microwave fuzz. Yep. 
and Happy Hour Lab. And Happy Hour Lab. So you can you can listen to both of those. Yep. They're both available on Spotify. Spotify, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Podcast, Buzzsprout, all the platforms, and we're on Instagram. So if you What's like hearing... Buzzsprout? <laughs> it's the the system I use to publish to all the different platforms. Oh, okay. And uh, baby, yeah. If you like hearing Rhonda's Rhonda Happy Hour Lab, if you're like this sucks, then go for Instant Microwave Fuzz because we're always characters and strange bits. I like you for you, Rhonda. Outside yes. of that, I took a class at Maui Community College, okay. and every Sweet. every week I had to um, loan the teacher money to buy snacks from the vending machine. Actually, improv sketch comedy. Who was the teacher? Chuck. Improv sketch comedy <laughs> is act- works really good in, in a podcast format, and uh, I know that there's actually a couple like improv sketch comedy podcasts. There's one that's like science fiction show where it kind of takes place in like. Um, like a like a spaceship, like a Star Trek type thing, but there's a lot of them out there that are pretty popular. So yeah, there's like um, I, can I see used that to being listen really to fun to listen to comedy Death Ray that became Comedy Bang Bang. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. that was a big one where it's you know Scott Ackerman would always be Scott Ackerman, but he would have guests on, and then they'd kind of enter these ridiculous premises. It'd be an interview. <laughs> Can't relate to it. Yeah. There's one called like Live from the Magic Tavern as well, which is sort. Of, it takes place in like a um, like a Dungeons and Dragons type I was just going to say are you trying to get us to join a D&D league no. because absolutely <laughs> oh really okay because me and Vince play D&D all the time I know we play D&D every Monday wow. yeah all right, Ron, be fun at D and D. Yeah, it's like a fa- uh, hello from the Magic Tavern. It's like a fantasy improv sketch show, <laughs> which is really fun. So I've, check check that. I'm, I'm going to plug like one of the biggest podcasts. Yeah, on, on there. I've, I've no, got to give him the biscuit bump, yeah. baby. Listen to Rhonda first. Everybody. I've never um, played D and D, but I have played uh, Drunk Quest. Is was like a a similar structure where there's like the leader of the quest each person has characters and then it's but the consequences are drinking oh and then also listen to two dumb babies with willie simon yeah we'll probably have willie simon on the show when he comes back into town (laughs) oh my goodness we didn't have time to do anything all right so gluttony club i ate a hundred dollars with a sushi last night at morimoto's and it was really good oh so what was that like one roll (laughs) i hey actually not for nothing they have really fair prices i think out of Dude, they have that, that frozen shaved hamachi carpaccio. Yeah. It's like one of the best things I've ever it's had. It's so yummy. I have some news for everybody. Oh. I we already know that Ron is pregnant. I'm eating yeah. my... Are you really? No. Okay. <laughs> I am... Because like sushi, you know. Yeah. I am. I have successfully eaten my way out of a food allergy. Oh, really? Yeah, dog. You're no longer Shellfish? allergic to scallops? I ate an entire mouthful of scallops last night and four martinis and half a bottle of sake, and my, my fingers and feet barely got numb. I wow, am cool. also have a shellfish allergy, and I'm also I'm extremely eating... allergic to uh, scallops are the main thing that I will have the worst yeah, reaction so to. Either well, Morimoto's like, has you baked do it, scallops. They say that you do it incrementally. Yeah. You, can wor- you can build up a tolerance to things like that. So yeah, that's how possible. I married. Christy, I'm just kidding. I love you, baby. My dad tried that though. With the he also had a shellfish allergy and like gradually ate more and more and had horrible reaction and it never okay. got better. And so don't do that. He died. I mean, it uh, not for from me. shellfish, but I'm Chuck also, Thompson and the rules of life don't apply to me. You if you like sushi, first. you can check out L House, which has a, a sushi bar inside the L House. Yes, now. it's the Inception yeah. restaurant. Yeah. Also, we'll talk about some of this next week as well. But uh, Shaka Pizza closed. Uh, really? So if you're a fan of mediocre pizza and thirty dollars cheesesteaks um you, you can no longer go to shaka pizza you know where but you get a good cheesesteak w- where's that at giannato's giannato's yes! right down the street in wailuku they import yeah. their rolls from philadelphia they use a brand of rolls called amoroso rolls which are authentic philadelphia bakery rolls so yeah. you can't get amoroso rolls anywhere else except on giannato so the owner's from new jersey and he went to the same high school my husband's dad went to no oh, nice. way yeah his cousin the his, most amount from new jersey his yeah. cousin giannato's. works for the redskins as well yeah get ready if you're gonna use a credit card just be ready to don't. They just they re. If you use cash, she tells you how much he appreciates you twenty times. Yeah. If you use a credit card, it's like you know. But you know what they say: God never closes a door without opening a window. And so I'm happy to announce that Vons, the Korean fried chicken place, opened up where the Taco Bell used to be in Kihei. <laughs> So oh, really? we, were, we were anticipating that place opening. It finally opened up. I got to go check it out the other Do day. Do they have any Korean pizza? 
Uh, they don't, but they do have really good Korean fried chicken. So I I would recommend I checking those Korean guys out. I love fried chicken. Yeah. Uh, and then for let's go through a quick spoiler alert. I'm not going to spoil anything, but I will tell you what you should be watching. Better Call Saul Season 6. The new episodes premiere every Monday, so check that out. On HBO, uh, Barry Season 3 is on right yes. now. We Own This City, which is uh, by David Simon, who is the guy that did The Wire as well. So it's sort of like an update on The Wire. Uh, if you haven't seen Tokyo Vice on HBO, Tokyo Vice. That's on the list the first season uh is finished that was fantastic um oh and also hbo is pushing their new house of dragon show which oh, is the yeah? which is the game of thrones prequel which is weird because there's two types of people in the world people who didn't watch game of thrones and people who are still mad about season eight of game of thrones so horrible so, so who's their demographic it's kind of awkward that they're trying to like do the the prequel show and not talk about the elephant in the room which is season eight of game of thrones but We'll see. Some people are going to give it a chance. To call oh. back to vampire and stuff, I feel like that's like just, we'll put, put dragons in it. Put and dragons sell. in it. <laughs> yeah. And also, Ozark Season 4 Part 2 is available to stream on Netflix right now. Spoiler alert! Somebody dies. And yeah. Obi-Wan, uh, they the new the Obi-Wan back. show, it's only by two days. It's coming out May 27th, so we're still pretty close. Mm. All right, Chuck, you ready mm. to prove that you're the smartest buffalo in the room? <sighs> Oh, and uh, his wife may not be dead in Severance. Ooh. Well, she's not. She's not dead. Spoiler she's alert. not. Spoiler alert. Just spoiled it. <laughs> but, <laughs> all right. So Chuck's stuff, the knowledge buffalo, is when Chuck tries to prove that he's the smartest buffalo in the room. Uh, okay. If you if you want to send us your trivia questions, email them to thebiscuitsandgravy at gmail.com. We'll ask them to Chuck live on the air. Oh, wrong, uh, wrong sound effects. All right. So our first question comes from Ken in Cedar Point, Ohio. Ken wants to know... And Rhonda, you can help Chuck out as okay. well this week. Rhonda, please help Chuck out so if you want Ken, to. Ken wants to know, how do you spell Louvre, the Louvre, like the oh. French museum? L-O-U-V-R-E. Yes. V-R-E, right? Louvre. That is correct. Like yep. Brett Favre. Yes. Yeah. L-O-U-V-R-E is correct. Uh, except one Louvre of them should love. be exposed more and one should be exposed less. <laughs> I think uh, they actually did a project where... They went in and did like a, a complete 3D virtual mapping of the Louvre. So you can walk through it. You can walk through it online. They did that during COVID. They so did one for Brett Favre, too. <laughs> <laughs> you just text him, and then he texts you back pictures. Uh, all right. Our second question comes from Allison in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Allison sent this one in. What is the name of the Mexican peninsula right, be- right below California? Well, Mexico's known for a few peninsulas, Cabo? but the one below California is uh, Baja, Baja, formerly known as Baja Blast. Yes, that yeah. is where Baja Blast was invented. Yeah. Yeah. Go down <laughs> In talk Baja, California. That's before it was the peninsula. Then they had the blast, and now it's yeah. just Baja. And that's what happens in your toilet after you eat Taco Bell. Yes. Okay. So <laughs> lots of plugs for Taco Bell today. All right. And uh, our third question. You need a plug after you eat Taco Bell. Our third <laughs> question. Yeah, I mean. yeah, Chuck's sitting on a cork right now. Ah. Our third question is always a sports question because, as you know, sports is Chuck's Achilles hoof. <laughs> Uh, Jamie and Kahului sent this one in. Hi, Jamie. Uh, what is the name of the University of Oregon's football team? The Ducks. The Geo Ducks, I thought. It is the Ducks. Rhonda got it correct. Oh. And which means to combine, you guys got three out of three. So congratulations. Yeah. The I am the you smartest buffalo in the room. Two and hoofs are smarter than one. That also means that that's the end of our show. And, uh, guys, there's a play that exists called Murder in the Nth Degree. Comedy, mystery, thriller, who knows? May 20th through June 5th at the Historic Art Theater. And also, we want to thank Rhonda Lee Kitts for being on the show today. Yeah. You can catch her at all the Power Up Comedy shows. And also, just give us one more plug on yes. the, the names of your podcast. Instant Microwave Fuzz is improvised sketch comedy available on all platforms. And Happy Hour Lab, um, join two friends as they learn about cocktails and make them. What is the Love Harvey it. Wallbanger all about? Find out. And for me to you, hello! <laughs> 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 boop, 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 boop. <laughs>